the Public News Service Daily Newscast, December the 28th, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. Many groups are showing support for North Carolina Supreme Court Justice Anita Earls as an investigation moves forward following her comments regarding the lack of diversity in the state's courts. Despite defending her statements as an exercise of free speech, this probe has raised concerns among activists. Don Blagrove with Emancipate NC emphasizes the potential implications for civil rights in North Carolina. If we don't stop this assault on the civil and social rights of North Carolinians, we are going to see unprecedented levels of voter suppression, unprecedented levels of civil rights violations that will not answer. Blagrove reveals that the ongoing investigation conducted by the State Judicial Commission aims to determine whether Earl's comments violated the state's code of judicial conduct. If found guilty of this violation, she could face censure or even removal from office. Shantia Hudson reporting. Now from the New York Times, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and other top American officials met with Mexico's president Wednesday. That in hopes of figuring out a strategy to slow the surge in illegal migration at the southern U.S. border. President Biden dispatched those officials to Mexico City at a pivotal moment as border crossings have hit record numbers. The Times reports the situation at the border is at the center of some of Biden's biggest priorities going into 2024, particularly as Republicans in Congress demand a new crackdown on immigration in exchange for wartime aid for Ukraine and for Israel. And a new biennial survey shows some perception of the economy are improving. In the fall of 2022, the Center for Audit Quality's 2022 Audit Partner Pulse survey found almost 60% of audit partners express pessimism for the U.S. economy. However, the group's more recent fall 2023 survey shows overall pessimism dropped to 27%. CEO for the center, Julie Bell Lindsay, explains that audit partners are present in all public companies in the country. They're responsible for understanding risks and pressures that affect businesses and the industries they operate in. Certainly the economic outlook is stronger than a year ago, but auditors still see the potential for inflation while it is falling to have a significant impact on business operations over the course of the next year. Lindsay adds that almost 70% of auditors see what she calls inflationary effects hitting business for longer than 12 months. She adds that businesses are also being heavily impacted by the country's current regulatory environment, with the majority saying the effects have been negative, citing additional costs associated with compliance with new rules. I'm Alex Gonzalez reporting. While half of companies are focused on upskilling, one in three is working to increase compensation and workplace flexibility for current employees. This is Public News Service. Beginning in 2024, Connecticut ratepayers can expect an increase in their electricity bills. New electric supply rates will go into effect on Monday. Eversource will be charging $14.71 per kilowatt hour, up from $13.82. United Illuminating will be charging $17.06, up from $14.33. These rates will be in effect through June 30, 2024. John Erlinghauser with AARP Connecticut describes how these will impact ratepayers. People that are on lower, moderate, or fixed incomes have more of a difficulty paying electric bills and utility bills than anybody else because the rates go up, but their incomes aren't rising with the same level of the rates, not to mention all the other inflationary pressures that are existing on their budgets. The state's Public Utilities Regulatory Authority offers a discount rate for low-income residents. Other programs to help people afford the utility bills include the Connecticut Energy Assistance Program. Another utility assistance program, Operation Fuel, is only taking applications for sale 
savings on water bills since high demand has forced them to close the application for fuel, gas, and electric utilities. I'm Edwin J. Vieira. At the same time, the Connecticut Water Company has a 10.5% rate increase in the works that could raise bills for ratepayers by as much as 18%. Meantime, a Pennsylvania high school has created a space in its library that's fostering learning and creativity that benefits students and educators. Our Danielle Smith reports. Mannheim Township High School is the only school in the district that is equipped with a media production studio designed for the students to use their talents to produce podcasts. High school librarian Karen Lisey says podcasting is an extra activity that can be used in the curriculum, but it's not a requirement. So we wanted to make this like a multi-purpose media production studio. The kids know it as the podcasting studios in the library. Finally, Ross Brown lets us know Five decades after passage of the Endangered Species Act, extinction no longer threatens more than 50 species. Success of the law was demonstrated this month when 10 gray wolves were released into Colorado's wilderness. That predator had been eradicated from the state in the 1940s. Brian Bird with Defenders of Wildlife says there would be fewer success stories without the 1973 law, but supporters must remain vigilant. When the Endangered Species Act is allowed to work the way it was designed and it's funded, it has an incredibly good track record. Our defenders numbers are 99% of species listed under the act have survived. A recent poll by Defenders of Wildlife showed 84% of Americans support the Endangered Species Act. This is by Clifford Ford Public News Service, member and listener supported. Here's a great radio stations. On your favorite podcast platform, find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.